The Bo Show is on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Brought to you by GSL GM City, your Cadillac Advantage dealership and home of Calgary's largest selection of new and pre-owned Cadillacs. Check out GSL GM City's entire Cadillac lineup in the showroom and online. Sportsnet 960 The Fan. What is going on, Calgary? This is your quarterback, Billy Levi Mitchell, on the Bo Show, brought to you by GSL GM City. All right, I mean, it's it's time. It's finally here. Uh, I think everybody feels the same as I do. We've been waiting for this for a while. It's playoff time. Um, you know, so we're going to jump into the two playoff games that did happen, uh, Edmonton, Winnipeg, and uh, Ottawa, Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan crossing over and getting the first win as a crossover team here in a while. Edmonton did the same, but... Uh, fell short there in the final last year. So um, let's jump into it. Edmonton, Winnipeg. Uh, when I look at that game, um, I'm seeing just, I thought it was going to be a very close game. I thought it was going to be a battle. You know, I thought it was going to be, um, you know, down to the wire, what it's been, the, whoever's got the ball in their hands last, uh, you know, most likely that's the team that's going to win. Uh, and I saw some uncharacteristic things out of Winnipeg's defense, which was some blown coverages. Um, and they, they are plug and playing, but it is playoff time, so you have to do that. Um, and, you know, you see guys, when you see the touchdowns that happen, when, you know, you see a Darius Bowman wide open and you see the DBs looking at each other, yelling at each other, um, that's when you know, you know, things aren't going right. You know, guys, they're trying to do something different game plan wise to stop what Edmonton does. Um, and that speaks also to the truth of what Edmonton's offense is right now, which is very dangerous. They have a lot of receivers out there that can make plays for them. Uh, adding a key piece in CJ Gable at running back is doing well. And obviously, you got uh, the MOP nod uh, from the West side from Mike Riley, who's been playing hot. So, um, man, I mean, uh, watching this game, that's what I, I saw. I saw early on it looked like it, it could be a game. It was going to be a battle. And then I think Edmonton just kind of showed their strength and, and took off with it. Um, you know, when the the one that got me from momentum shift was the the punt fake. And people are questioning the call um, from Mike O'Shea. I don't question it at all because I, I sit in special teams meetings. I know that every fake you have, you have the option to check out of it. Um, you know, usually if there's not, the numbers aren't there, if something's not right, uh, if you don't get the exact look you want, you have some way to check out of this. And uh, that's what it looked like to me. It looked like they didn't check out of a play they should have, and they just ran it, and that's why it got stopped. Edmonton looked like they knew it was coming. Yeah. Right? The old the old uh, spy in the stands. <laughs> I wasn't even going to go there. I just... Uh, Mike O'Shea's reputation precedes him. Everybody knows how good he is at special teams, and that's where he, you know, he got his start. And I just think Jason Moss. I mean, I'm just stealing right from what was said on television, and I thought it was bang on. The guys on TSN said it just looked like Jason Moss prepared for this. Yeah, and I, I think every time, every time we play, uh, every time we play Winnipeg and O'Shea, we know, we know the fakes are there. We know that there's an option to run it all the time. Um, they've been one of the most creative teams right there with Hamilton, uh, mm -hmm. you know, when, um, my ex coach was there, um, Ryan Bolt. But, um, you know, when I, when I look at both of them, I think, you know, they're, they're way too smart, way too intelligent. They didn't, he, he didn't just call that players like, Hey guys, we're just running it no matter what. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you there, yeah, yeah. there was an option to check out of that play and they didn't check out of it like they should have, which is, uh, which is unfortunate because that's the, the kind of mistakes you can't have in playoff because Edmonton scores a touchdown right there. Um, Winnipeg had three turnovers and two turnovers uh, got turned into touchdowns, and that was a 
that was a big key for the reason why they lost. See, Bo, this is a, a great moment for us because from my point of view, as an observer watching it, I look at it and, and the observation I would make is, wow, the wind came out of their sails. Oh, they're deflated. Oh, this set them back and they never recovered. Um, it's one play. Yes, it led to a major, but it seemed to kick off, you know, a litany of things that just rolled yeah, in Edmonton's favor. Effect. Yeah, it seemed like that kind of snowball effect that um, once it happened, it was like, oh, there's a big play for them. And then they scored a touchdown. It's like, oh, there's another one. You know, and then here comes a two and out, and then Edmonton's got the ball again. It's yeah. like, okay, the Edmonton has a chance to take off right here. And I think in playoffs, that's those are those things you can't let happen because you – you try to do such a great job of being smart and then borderlining, um, you know, that tiptoe in that line of being conservative but being aggressive. Mm-hmm. And how do we, how do we marry that up perfectly to where we're playing smart, taking care of the football, but we're not playing scared? And how do we attack a team so well that you know we're taking shots but we're not giving the football away? And uh, and I think that's it's such a it's such a hard line to find because you gotta as a coach you have to put so much trust in your players and and right there I believe the trust was in the players to check out of a play that that wasn't checked out of and I can give you an example my first touchdown pass in the CFL um, was on a special teams fake to Rob Cote and you know when you're looking at a play like that it was basically um, actually it might have been against uh, no it wasn't against Winnipeg it might have been um, I can't remember the team but it was an overload front on their on their field goal block, they would overload the side, and we realized that weak side they didn't have very many people, so we threw basically like a, a toss back um, to Rob Cote, who came under the line of scrimmage after the snap, and I had the ability to check out of it. So if I get out there and I don't see the look I want or the numbers that I I need to run the play, I check out of that. And um, I mean that's it's what's crazy is you, you see as a player. I mean I'm a quarterback third string guy. Um, you know I had so much film to look at and study and they're like, okay, this is the exact look I need. You know, so when it's it's very easy to check out of. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not gonna call the play just to do it. So what confused me on that is is that, you know, they looked out there and did they not see the right numbers or did Corey Watson just make a play? Mm-hmm. Um but you know, he actually got on uh the the uh he in his interview after the game he said uh it looked like the guy hinge blocked instead of kicked back and I think that's what gave it away and, and allowed me to get there. Um, so, I mean, kudos to him if that's what happened. Uh, it looked to me like a number situation, like they didn't have great numbers to run it. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's, it is one play in the game and, you know, you have to look at multiple turnovers. Um, you know, I obviously Matt came out and talked about his hand and, and what's going on with his leg and everything. And, and it's not easy to play through those things. Um, you know, but that's what we have to play through, you know, come playoff time. It's, it's, it's time to, you know, grab the boys and, and, and give it everything you got, you know, man up and, and do everything you can to, you know, put your body on the line for your team. And I think he did that. And I just, you know, at some point, I think you kind of tell that kind of hindered him a little bit. I, I just want to go back to, to something you just said about, you know, checking out of the play. Cause when you were in that position, you're a rookie, you're a young player, but you're a quarterback. So it, it you know, all throughout, you know, your football life, you've had to make decisions, but is there any, any, do you ever feel like as a new new guy coming in, like, man, I got to make this decision. Should I? Shouldn't I? Or do you overthink it? Do you worry about actually pulling the pin on a play? The, they've called it. I, I don't want to. You know what I mean? Do you start thinking too much about it? Not. You wouldn't do that now because you're you're a veteran player. But as a young guy, or you know, as as maybe not a quarterback, not somebody who's always making decisions. 
Is that a difficult position to put a player in to have to make that call um, in the heat of the moment? Man, you know, I don't think so. I think I think it's something we've been doing for a long time. Um, you know, the guys that you are putting in that position in a in a punt type situation, so they're punt protectors. So you typically have uh, for us, we have guys like Rob Cote, Charlie Powers, Riley Jones. Um, you know, guys that are there. Riley Jones is a rookie, mm-hmm. and if he was the one that had to make that check, um, you know, I, I think. I think Killen would have coached him up enough to understand the concept. And he's a very smart player, um, so I think he would he would handle it very well. But okay. we, in those situations, we tend to put Rob Cote. You know, a guy that's been in the league for right. eleven years. Hey, Cote, this is the look we right. need. We okay. have to have this look in order to run it. Um, you know, so I think uh, you know, as a even as a rookie, you know. If you're putting a, a kid in that situation, you're giving him definitive answers. Like, hey, listen, we need eight. Like, look at the ball. We need eight guys to the right and only two guys to the right. left, and right. that's when you run it. Okay. You know what I mean? If there's any kind of doubt, anything like that, orange it or, you know, get out of it. Uh, opposite orange call it. it. Yeah. Opposite call it. Basically, orange is a very um, known term throughout football with every guy's, you know, getting out of stuff or opposite calls or things like that. Um, and... You know, I think that's for so many people out there, you know, we would just make it easy. Say, if you, if it's not there, you get out of it. Right. And boom, we're out of it right now. Save it for another down. You know, right. try it later. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think that. And right, I'm not th- suggesting that's what happened in Winnipeg. I was just I was just more curious about, you know, getting that responsibility, having to make a decision at the line. You know, you do it because that's what you do all the time. But in the case of a special teams, there's not always a quarterback out there, right? Yeah. Who's used to that. But, you know, again, in this case, he's not putting a rookie out there. He's not putting somebody with their first decision right. in that situation. He wouldn't put somebody in that position to make that call in a playoff-type situation if he didn't think he had the ability to do right. it. You know, if, if he thought he was more of a nervous Nelly kind of guy mm-hmm. and, and he's more of a meathead, a guy just wants to run down and hit somebody in the head, you know, that's probably not the person you're putting in that position. You're <laughs> you're putting a, a cerebral guy there that understands the game. Can That's just know. good advice for life. Yeah, exactly. That's just good <laughs> advice. Um, but, yeah, so – yeah, I mean, uncharacteristically in that game, you know, you saw a couple of blown coverages by by Winnipeg, and you know, there's two wide open Darius Bowman touchdowns, um, and you know, kudos to Matt or kudos to Mike, you know, for finding him, um, you know. But you you go back and look at it, and, and I saw a simple basic cover three. Mm. Um, they ran a hinge, which is a ten yard stop, and a corner route. And the corner is supposed to be in cover three, covering the deep third of the field, you know, jumps the hinge route, and there's a Darius Bowman running wide open for a touchdown. And in playoffs, you would think, again, like I said, you're bordering on a line of conservative aggressive. You always want to play as a defense a little bit more conservative in the beginning to see what they're going to do and find out what you need to take away. Um, and right there, the corner just kind of played a little bit too aggressive and, and jumped a hinge route for no reason and, you know, let a guy go wide open over the top. Um, and and that's tough, man. That's deflating. You know, you yep. – most defenses nowadays are bend but don't break type defenses where they're going to play back, make you, make you check it down, make you take six yard throws all the way up the field, um, and try to test a quarterback's patience. And if you give you know myself, Matt, Mike, uh, Ricky, any of these guys, you give us an open receiver, you know we're going to find that guy nine out of ten times, and it's going to be a touchdown. So, um, unfortunate time timing for it to happen. You know, right there in the playoffs, I thought Winnipeg was a team that. You know, could definitely make a run at it. Uh, you know, especially the healthy nickels, and um, you know they just they just gave it up. Well, was he healthy? Uh, you know, healthy-ish. You know, he's he's <laughs> <laughs> nobody. Nobody's healthy right now. No, you know, I yeah, mean that's yeah, the thing. Enough. Nobody feels good, but he was yeah. definitely playing. Through some, he's I guess they announced he had a broken finger, 
on his, uh, I want to say they said it was his ring finger. Um, and I think you can tell he was wearing a glove on his pinky, his ring finger, and his thumb, and then had his two, we, uh, we call them throwing fingers, mm-hmm. uh, your middle and your index. Uh, both of those were cut off the glove and just he so he had skin touching the ball there um yeah man i mean it's uh you know he he went through some stuff and i i know they announced and i talked to him and they, he was going through treatment day and night uh literally day and night at the stadium you know have security guards let him in doing treatment um you know to be able to get there and play that game and, and hats off to him for getting out there to compete for his team you know because he did he went out there and gave everything he had uh, that's what you gotta do in playoffs yeah um Think that's time to take a break? No, we get no, no, we no, good. We're, we're good. Yeah, yeah. All let's right. do the other game. Then we'll come back and talk. So about let's the talk a little bit. So we got uh, Saskatchewan, Ottawa, and this man right from the get go, right from the start. You're like, this is about to be a barn burner. You know, this is gonna be touchdown for touchdown, maybe interception for interception, uh, punt return for punt return. It seemed like it seemed like it was gonna be a 45-47 type of game in order to win. And um, and man, it was exciting. You know, right from the right from the start. Uh, you know, everybody's questioning the controversy between Kevin Glenn and, and, and Brandon Bridge. You know, how are they going to do it? Is Kevin going to play two series again? And then they bring Bridge in. Um, but you know what? Bridge hasn't played Ottawa this year yet. So, you know, you're going to go with the savvy vet, the guy that understands it. And um, and hats off to, to Kevin, man, because he came in here and answered answered the doubters and, and did a great job all game of, for one, taking care of the football. Um, and that's what you have to do in, in that type of, scheme they run mm-hmm. which is you know they they are a very defensive minded team um they're going to try and take the football away but as long as you hold on to it a lot of times you're going to win those games and you know Kevin did a great job of holding on to the football uh but right from the start they drive down I think four or five passes they hit Deron Carter twice uh and they catch Bakari Grant across the middle and he takes it you know 40 yards for a touchdown and um again another blown coverage you know I look back at the film and, and it's man coverage and some teams nowadays are trying to pass things in man and trying to, you know, give guys better leverage so they're not getting beat on corner routes. So, for instance, if I'm running, if I'm running a corner route and a drag route um, from number three and number two receiver, um, you know, you don't want inside inside leverage because then the guy that has inside leverage on the corner route is going to get beat. So you try and go inside outside, and then whoever goes underneath or inside the guy with inside leverage jumps that the guy with outside leverage plays high and takes the other route, um, and it just looked like one situation where they both took the high route and then Bakari Grant comes wide open across the middle, takes it to the house. Um, and right there, you're kind of like, oh man, Saskatchewan, you know, their offense hasn't looked like this in a while. And we all know how stout their defense is. Um, this might be, you know, a Saskatchewan blowout. And then two plays later, Travis Harris throws a 45 yard touchdown to um, Deontay Spencer. And right. And that's when I guess we should probably talk a little bit about it. What did you think about the celebration? Loved it. Yeah, love. Yeah, man, it got some traction it. too. That's what it, I liked. It it got a lot of traction. My my only wish in that is as a defender of that because I love that and I think that's part of football and it needs to be there. And and when you rip on it, I think you you don't like fun. That's my interpretation of it. Yeah, but win the game because if you win the game, that becomes so much more. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's no, it's I I still like the bicycle. I still think the bicycle's the best. Yeah, uh, the, the bike was a good one. Yeah, that, that they did up in, in Edmonton a number of years ago. But, yeah, I loved it. And I like the fact that the social media traction that it got exactly what you're saying. Hey, are you paying attention to what's going on in the CFL? I got to watch more CFL. The CFL's fun, right? Yeah. I loved it. Do you loved know it. the story behind the bicycle? Do I know the story behind the bicycle? No. Okay, so Chris Jones rides his bike to the game. Okay. His. Yeah. Yeah. 
whatever motorcycle. Motorcycle. Yeah. Uh, he parks it right next to where we walk in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, the Labor Day game, the guys took a picture next to it after we won, and posted on social media, and it was you know Charleston guys like that. Yeah. Um, Chris Jones didn't take too lightly to that. No, yeah. it's not that hard to yeah, believe. Yeah, yeah. Chris Jones didn't like that one. Um, <laughs> and it, so, because Charleston took a picture sitting on the bike and, and he wasn't happy about that. So then, coming into the playoff game, um, when we played them and Charleston gets a sack, <laughs> they all mimicked the bike <laughs> and they jumped on it, act like they were revving the engine and whatnot. So, yeah, that's where that one comes from. <laughs> I, see, I love, I love, I love those ideas. I love things that are planned out. There's a meaning behind it, like the Juju Smith uh, Schuster. Yeah. You know, someone stole his bicycle. Uh, That's right. The game before he comes out, has like a 90 yard touchdown and he has a chain ready. And he goes and likes locks up the bike that's on the <laughs> sideline uh, saying you can't steal his bike anymore. So, um, yeah, I mean, I love I love celebrations like that. I, I agree. I, mean, I think this this game, we're so we're, we're moving so much towards, you know, the it, robotic. You know it can be dark and serious, too. Yeah. yeah, it really can be dark and serious sometimes. Yeah. Football, yeah, and I, I just, I mean, I go back to to Cope and Lewis and and those guys, and you know, when Tom Higgins was the head coach here, and you know, other teams just hated the Stampeders because they did it. I love that, you know. I think you got to wear the black hat every once in a while. I yeah. think there's got to be, and if you don't like it, stop it. And hey, look, if you want to be Walter Payton and act like you've been there before, all the respect in the world for you, absolutely. But you can't tell me that. This yeah, I think every I think every team needs that guy that yeah. you know he's the guy that's gonna take the ball to the ref if he scores things like that. Um, man, but if your team gets hyped up from it, you know I I loved early in the year. I think Sass was, I think Sass was trying to find an identity mm-hmm. and they were looking for something and their receivers started to celebrate. And their mm-hmm. receivers started to you know kind of because everybody was questioning their offense and questioning Kevin and the receivers took in their own hands and started celebrating I think their entire team got behind it I think it was good I I think it was good for their entire team and then not only that the fans start to love it you know because when I I wasn't here obviously when this back in the 2010 days when the stamps were doing that um you know what the fans start to expect it and it's like oh man we scored what celebration are they coming here with right what are they about to do? Right. You know, and then they go right. crazy for it. And not only that, that's that much more excitement against the other team. Yeah. You know, they, Mo- most fans. Yeah. There's, yeah, yeah. There's most always, fans. there's always that vocal minority. Yeah. Or yeah. Maybe minority is the wrong word in, in the sense that it might be, I don't know, a third or something like that. But there's always, well, that's not how I did. Yeah. And I get that part. But you know what it strikes me as, Bo? We, we get a little insight into your locker room yeah. that we wouldn't normally get that, here are characters that we wouldn't normally see. Here are the guys showing something that we wouldn't see because that's inside the locker room. Absolutely. I mean, what do you get from us on interviews? It's, oh, as long as we score one more point than the other team. You know, yeah. Oh, yeah. Their defense is yeah. fast, physical, and then great, right. well, very well coached. And, yeah. And I mean, how many times have you heard us say that? You know well, what I mean? It's, I think it gives you the opportunity to get inside of our heads and, and see who we are as people. And I don't think there's anything wrong with it, man. I think people like celebrating. And why shouldn't you? You just made a great play. And like you said, if you don't want us to do it, stop us. Yeah. You know, yeah. stop them. Make yeah. them. Don't let them get in the end zone. Then. I loved it. I, hat, hats off to Deontay and all those guys. I mean, that was a good celebration. I liked it. Good thing he made it under the bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good job, Greg, by getting under the bar in that. Um, speaking of Greg, man, that was uh, – that seemed to me to kind of be that, oh man, what what seemed to be um, not their downfall, but mm. kind of that 
first like oh man what's going on like greg's hurt you know what i mean yeah. like greg's hurting because greg's one of the most resilient guys in the league he's been playing for a while um so to, and and obviously one of the biggest playmakers and and you can remember all the playoff games where he's made some great plays in order to help these guys win so when you see that guy go down i know a lot of guys get that doubt and that concern in their head like oh man who's gonna step up for greg because mm-hmm. we already have brad out yep you know what i mean we already know they're focusing on deontay um you know so that, that was a that was a tough one man I, when i'm watching the game i want everybody to be healthy i want nichols to be feeling 100 i want greg to be feeling 100 because that's what you as a fan watching the game you want to see no excuses yeah you want to see the best players on the field yeah. you know you want to see guys that are just running around giving anything to have and, and making plays and whether it's offensive defense you don't care but you just want to see a great game yeah um and i think that's what you're going to get uh this sunday on the 19th man should I think we talk about it next we should yeah, okay. we'll take a quick break here uh, on the Bo Show. And uh, when we come back, we will talk the West Final, the Battle of Alberta, the biggest battle of Alberta you can have. I only wish we had tickets to give away courtesy of South Street Burger. If only we had. <laughs> Should we talk about that? When we come back. When we come back. <laughs> Look at that. All right. When we come back, we will talk about our uh, our gifts we have to give away. It is getting to qu- close to Christmas time anyways. But uh, you are listening to Bo Show on Sports at 960 The Fan. Back to the Bo Show with your quarterback, Bo Levi-Mitchell. Brought to you by GSL GM City. They offer lease and finance rates from 0.9%, plus save thousands in cash credits. Visit GSL GM City today, 1720 Boat Trail Southwest, or GSLGMCity.com. Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Welcome back to the Bo Show here. We have just finished talking the West and East semifinals. But, man, let's jump into what's important, um, and that's the West final. But before we do that, mm-hmm. we have something to give away. Well, we do. We'll do it. You want to do it at the end of the segment? Let's do it so we go into break, then poor Will has some time to do it. Poor Will. We, we want to make this easy on Will, Guys, right? we forgot that Will's on the keys. It's not Logan, so no, we need to give Will no, a little no, bit no. more time to get things done. But how about this? <laughs> South Street Burger uh, picking up in a big way. South Street Burger brings us the uh, our uh, guest hotline all the time. Only 100% Angus beef, no additives, preservatives, no antibiotics, no added hormones. SouthStreetBurger.com. Seven pairs of tickets, Bo, that we're going to give away to the West Final. We'll, we'll do that at the end of the segment. One caveat, though. you got to be a diehard Stamps fan. You do have you to gotta be a diehard Stamps, Stamps fan. fan. you got to use it. I heard you, you double teaming today. You like you, you're doing morning and afternoon today because you were on the morning show. I was on the breakfast hey. television. I went yeah. on... Sportsnet down, not down there with the guys. Man, did you hear it? I did. So who said no wimps? I heard no wimps. Like, get dressed up, right? Come to the I game. May, I, I didn't say no wimps. Okay. I, that might have been Boomer. He says stuff like no, that. No, that's <laughs> definitely Boomer. No um, wimps. No, I said, you know, what I love, I love about Canadian fans and just Canadians in general, man, is, is we're, not, we're not afraid to brave the cold. No. We're not afraid to brave the weather. And that's, I mean, I look back at, I watch a lot of Grey Cup classics. Right. Um. I love looking back at some of these old films and seeing the Pecos with the scars and the hats and everybody's there fur and they're still coats. standing up. Fur coats. Love. I mean, we're not supposed to, we, we're not supposed to promote fur. I get that. Yeah. But in a bygone era when it was fashionable, a fur coat was pretty cool to see in the stands. It right? was, man, because they, you know, those people were were they were like, man, you know what? I'm gonna be there. I don't care what the weather's like. I don't care how cold it is. I'll figure out a way to stay warm. If I don't stay warm, I'll figure it out when I get home. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna go out there. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna show show up for my my boys for the game, and that's that's what I'm looking for, Calgary fans. I know y'all are gonna be there. Y'all were there in a big time last year uh, against BC, and y'all were a huge a huge part of that win and why we got to go to the Great Cup. So make sure you guys show up again. So right now, one degree, 
is the high for Sunday. It's only one degree is a right? high. So, yeah, maybe by the end when you guys have won and you're marching off and everybody celebrates. You get a trophy, too, for winning the West, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. So when everybody's kind of watching that, I can say that. You, you, you probably shouldn't talk about this. Yeah. I'll talk about this. But it would be a little cooler. So bring your long johns. Exactly. And, and a toque. Put the long johns on. Put the toque on. Yeah. And congratulations. First of all, congratulations. You truly are Canadian because you use toque correctly. You have no problem. You don't ch- run away from the word. You don't cross your eyes. You don't yeah, I used to use beanie all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we call it in Texas. I man. know, I know. But now that I'm here, it makes a lot more sense. Right, it's, it's a, toque. a toque. Yeah, and a toque has a pom pom. It does. A toque has a pom pom. And by the way, you were on the morning show. I'm looking at it. I'm seeing it for the first time. That is not a George Costanza. It's not wallet. that. No, bad. that was. <laughs> I'm driving in, listening, and I'm hearing about this wallet. It's not that. You're, yeah, you're imagining like receipts busting yes, out of no, it. No, no. And I'm like, how's he going to fold it? I don't understand. He'll, he'll fold it. Yeah. That's a, that's, you know it, what that, it's that's a, a passport man wallet. sized wallet. That's right. It's a passport wallet, man. I got my credit cards. I got my cash. I got my passport. Sorry. I, I apologize on behalf of the staff of Sportsnet 960 <laughs> to fan for that because you're the only good one out there, thank Rob. You. You're the only good you. one left. That's fine. <laughs> oh, man. So let's, um, We'll jump in here to a little bit of the East and West final games. Yeah. Uh, I'll quickly mention the East final, talk about it. Uh, we're not going to focus on it too much because uh, we are focused on this Sunday. But uh, you have Toronto hosting Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan has a chance to be the first team ever to cross over uh, from an opposite division and go to the Grey Cup. Um, the way they played last game, it looks, you would say, it looks like they have a pretty good shot, you know. But Toronto, um, don't count them out, man. They were playing hot there at the end of the season, too. And I know one thing about Sask is you got to be able to run the ball against him. And boy, has Ian Wilder been, has he looked good. <laughs> yeah. As that Kinda. Guy, yeah. In a short period of time too. Right? Yeah. Like, and they've, they've looked, they've looked hot as of late and uh, you never, you can never count out Ricky Ray, man. I'll, I'll never forget 2012, uh, my rookie year where, you know, we're going to the gray cup and here comes the player announcements. They announce our team and here comes the East division and outruns the tunnel. Ricky Ray bald with a mustache and I'm just looking at this guy and I was like, there's no way we're losing to him. <laughs> I'm like, in my head, I was like, there's no, there's no way. I was like, nah, he looks like, like a character off King of the Hill. And, <laughs> oh no. Oh yeah. And it was, oh, it, no. but it was that, it was that great moment for me because I found out who Ricky Ray was yeah. right then. You know what yeah, I mean? Like I, I, I had heard of who he was, um, as a young, as a young pup, you know, uh, uh, overconfident guy came in. I was like, Oh, this guy's old. Like, you know, he's got, he's bald. He's got a mustache. We're fine. We're going to, we're going to be great. And then, you know, here came Ricky Ray. So, um, yeah. So my advice for Saskatchewan, don't count that he's guy out. He's a famer, man. Oh, absolutely. I think the big, oh, yeah. if you don't mind my unprofessional assessment of this, that what I'm really interested to see what that crowd looks like, because I would hope for Toronto that they would draw well, but Saskatchewan travels so well that it might be an easy building for them to fill up with green with yeah. expats and stuff like that, which could make for a really volatile situation. And I, I mean, I look, I, I don't want to take anything away from the hall of famer. We just talked about him. Um, but don't sleep on Saskatchewan. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm interested in this game. Man. I, I, you know, I was, it's one I want to be able to watch in full, but obviously I won't be. Um, <laughs> no, you won't. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll watch it after, but uh, I, I'm interested, man. Cause I think, uh, I think it's going to be a very playoff-like type game. Yeah. You have a great offense and a and a Hall of Fame quarterback against a very very good defense, and you know a team that's been causing turnovers and sacks and everything you could ask for. Um, 
And then can Sass's can Sass offense carry carry over what they did last week? Right. And uh and we'll see. It'll right. be interesting to see, man. There's a lot of all stars in that that Toronto defense too. So um man, prediction wise, honestly, I can't even I, I need to like sit down like pen and paper, think about it. You know, well, you always defer to a home team, I suppose, in this situation. But like I say, yeah, I think I, I honestly, I think the crowd will be split. I think it'll probably be split yeah. like fifty-fifty. Yeah, because um, Sass fans do travel well, and especially the way they're playing right now. Man, they they are behind their they'll, team. They'll jump on that bandwagon. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. They'll travel sure. well. So yeah, uh, yeah, I think you're looking at like a fifty-fifty crowd. Um, oh man, I don't know. <laughs> I'm well, almost. Uh, I think you can punt in this situation. I think we'll allow you to punt yeah, in this situation. Yeah, defer. I'll. Uh, I'll defer to the second half. Okay, <laughs> but I want to know about the Battle of Alberta. That's what I'm. That's what I'm waiting for, man. And we we've been waiting a while for it too. You know, we've been we've had locked, first place locked up for a little while, and I think guys have, you know, had their eyes in this game, and um, and obviously, you know, some things happened there towards the end of the season. Everybody's asked us about the three losses and whatnot. Um, but you know what? This is the truth. The regular season doesn't matter now. But you can't admit that. <laughs> I can't. You're not supposed to admit that. No, no, no. Right now, the regular season does not matter. Mm. It What matters is the fact that we have a team in green and gold that's going to show up, and, um, and they're going to try and take what's ours, you mm-hmm. know, what, what we want to be ours. And um, it's in our house. It's in front of our fans. They're walking into our place, and it's going to be a battle, man. I'm telling you, this is going to be one of the more playoff – more than one of the more playoff type games you've ever seen. And there's going to be people getting smacked. There's going to be injuries. It's going to happen. It's football. Um, you know, there's going to be touchdowns. There's going to be interceptions. There's going to be sacks. There's going to be everything you can ask for in this football game, uh, special teams, offense, and defense. And there's probably going to be fights. You know, it's just these two teams don't like each other very much. It's the Battle of Alberta. You know, it's, it's, um, have you ever seen Slapshot? You're not about to put a bounty out on somebody's head, are no, you? No, heck no. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's a, that's a, a big fashion faux pas in football. You're not <laughs> yeah, allowed to do that. Yeah, okay. Uh, I have enough. seen Slap Shot, by okay, the way. Okay, yeah. we're putting a bounty on the cheap punk McCracken's head. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man, honestly, I uh, I just, the games have played out so well. You yeah. know, we handled them pretty well in that first game. Uh, the second game was very tight. We came back and won. Was the second game the place. best game of the year? You think? Man, I don't know. In- we've, we've talked about that. It's uh. It's it's close. I think there's been a lot of good games this year. There's been yeah, a lot of good talk comebacks. About that the last yeah. Night. yeah, yeah. I just that game for me, I thought showed so much both teams in a way, but you guys on the road finding that way late to win yeah. it. I think, you know, I'd be showing a lot of that video this week is what I'd be doing. Oh yeah. I mean guys guys know we, we won one. Um you know, you can almost call that middle one a draw as far as it was sure. you know, we got the ball last and they Kicked a field goal to win it and barely missed a field goal, you know. So anybody could have won that game, and then obviously they they uh, they took care of us in that last one. So, um, you know, they people will talk about them being favorites and how hot they're playing. That's fine, but they know just as well as we do um, that when we play each other, it's going to be a battle, yeah. no matter what yeah. the records say, no matter what's happened this year. Uh, when Edmonton plays Calgary, it's a battle, and uh, it's going to be a good one, man. Make sure you're there. November 19th, this Sunday, 2.30 p.m. Uh, like we said, wear, wear your coats, not your fur coats. You can't say that anymore. <laughs> no, 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 not anymore. You can't no. say that anymore, but wear, wear your big wear coats. Wear pleather and fake fur. <laughs> yeah, your Canadian goose. Um, man, but, yeah, put the big jackets on. Get the kids out there screaming loud, red and white. You know, make sure the green and gold doesn't fill up our stadium at all. And uh, let's go win one for the good guys. Should we put 14 fans into this game right now? We should. Let's okay. put 14 fans in the stands so right we, now. We have seven pairs of tickets. Um, and trivia question, 
trivia question works with me. So call, uh, call we, back earlier in the show, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, we'll do a uh, a text in. Yep. Yeah. So text in. Um, 960-960. Yep, 960-960 and star 960 if you're on Rogers Wireless. No, that's if you're calling us. If you're calling yeah, us, don't call six, us. Don't, don't call, call us. 960-960. We're not taking callers this show. <laughs> no, not this show. Um, yeah, so trivia question. Um, yeah, we'll do a callback to early in the show. Let's go. Uh, you know, we talked about it. We were talking earlier about Winnipeg's fake punt situation that happened, mm-hmm. uh, and I spoke about one of my uh, first touchdown passes, so... Who was my first touchdown pass to? And um Yeah. Yeah. Who was my first touchdown pass to? So when you text and you us get kudos if you tell me what type of play it was. That's right. That won't hurt you. Uh, also we need your first name and your last name on your text. Yep. Nine six oh nine six oh. Uh we'll take a break, come back and wrap up the bow show, I guess. Eh? Sounds good. You're listening well, to the bow show on Sports at nine sixty fan. We're a well oiled machine. Here at 960 AM, streaming at sportsnet.ca slash 960 on the Sportsnet mobile app and the Radio Player Canada app. Calgary Sports everywhere. Sportsnet 960, the fan. Back to the Bo Show with your quarterback, Bo Levi-Mitchell. Brought to you by GSL GM City. They offer lease and finance rates from 0.9%, plus save thousands in cash credits. Visit GSL GM City today, 1720 Bow Trail Southwest, or gslgmcity.com. Sportsnet 960, the fan. The Bo Show Big Guest Sponsorship for SML Entertainment. Pool tables, hot tubs, patio furniture, and much, much more. With five locations in Calgary, Cross Iron Mills, and Red Deer. Go to smlentertainment.com for details. Welcome back to The Bo Show with Bully Von Mitchell, your quarterback, and our SML Entertainment Big Guest of the Week. Now, I'm just looking at my liner. It says, somebody from the football or non-football world will join Bo's each week. I qualify. Guess what, everybody? <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend, Rob Kerr, is in studio. From the non-football world. <laughs> From SML Entertainment, pool How's tables, hot tubs, patio table? furniture, and much, much more. How's your ping pong table? Amazing, man. It's turning, it's quickly, quickly turning into a princess castle. <laughs> Wait a minute. My wife is taking that room over. Oh, no. She's turning it into Ellie's playroom. Mm. I know it hurts. Uh, by the way, congratulations to all of our winners. Uh, what a great job Will's doing today, isn't he? Man, I mean, Will... today, Bo, you have to agree with me. This show particularly today, this is the easiest it's ever been to work with Will Nolt. Don't Will, you think? You have done an outstanding job today, man. I, I asked, I did ask Rob if Logan could be on the keys today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know what? But, man, you stepped up big time. You know, you you, you got the start. We called for the reliever. You got the start. <laughs> And uh, you did yeah. you did a heck of a job. Call man. for the reliever, indeed. <laughs> uh, congratulations to our seven winners. You and a pal, a friend, a, a coworker, whoever are going off to the West Final, uh, courtesy of South Street Burger. One hundred percent Angus beef, no additives, preservatives, no antibiotics, or added hormones. SouthStreetBurger.com. But you're only going if you're wearing red and white. That's we, we made. Yeah, I'm absolutely. gonna find out what these seats are, and if I see <laughs> you in the stands in green and gold, no seats, and I just wait till you take a drink of that beer or, or look down at your popcorn, you're gonna catch a football right in the head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure that's, I'm sure that's priority there. number one that's for you. Priority number one on Sunday. When did you? When did the Battle of Alberta click for you? Because I'm Man, sure you right heard away. It. Did it? Man, it was it was insane. Because obviously, for me, J.C. Sherritt was over there, and so was Greg Peach at the time. Okay. Yeah, okay. so, uh, and shoot, Matt, Matt Nichols was too. Yeah, So absolutely. all three of my guys from Eastern were over there. Yeah. Um, and so for me, 
as a young guy, you know, just coming from Eastern Washington, I had three guys from Eastern Washington on the other team. That was one of the games I circled, like, oh, I can't wait to play this game. Mm. Um, and then you find out from other about everybody else in the team and the coaches and media and everything how big the Battle of Alberta is. Right. Uh, and you go to play them twice on Labor Day. And I still remember to this day, um, I'll never forget this, man. Uh, Chris Jones is coaching the team. Um, and it and it was a battle, like, the entire game. It was, I mean, Kevin drew everybody played i think um you know but we get to the end of the game and and at their at our place we kick a field goal to win the game um and then go back to their place for the labor day rematch and we're kicking a field goal to win the game we kick he calls a timeout before the kick happens we miss the field goal so we get another chance at it renee then kicks the field goal and wins it um, so we would have lost the game and mm -hmm. then we play them again later on the season and they're kicking a field goal at our place to win the game and hit the, hit the upright. Right. And it was just one of those, like, man, I was like, man, this is a battle. Speaking of field goals, did you see the one in the Hardy cup? 59 yards. What is that? Is it Nico? Is that Yeah. How you say yeah. And Nico, good job, bud. <laughs> I was uh I was actually out at the high school games. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that too. Yeah, yeah, I was out at the high school games. Me and Deron Mayo at the Night Football Academy were out there. How's that going? Promoting the camp. The camp's going good, man. Good. It's it's uh, people are signing up. Uh, the interest is definitely there. Um, I noticed you got jackets. Oh yeah, we got we got <laughs> Lululemon everything. Um, we're hooking everybody up with swag. Uh, and and man, make sure you check it out. Uh, NightFootballAcademy.ca. Uh, get on there and and I'm telling you, this isn't one of those camps that you need to wait to hear if it's gonna be good and wait till the next one. You need to sign up for this camp. Um, we're gonna have a professional coach every single position, a ten to one coach ratio max. Uh, coach to player ratio max. Um, and this isn't a fluff camp. It's not like get there and I'm going to teach you how to throw a spiral or I'm going to, uh, you know, watch your feet and see if they're okay. This is, you're going to have Alex Singleton there, you know, telling you whether or not you're taking a false step when you're trying to drop into cover three. Um, you know, Deron Mayo is going to teach you how to take a half man and do a spin move uh, in your pass rush. And that's what we're trying to get people to understand. This is a detailed, detailed camp. So make sure nightfootballacademy.ca, go check it out. Uh, it is three ninety five to register. Uh, you get $140 worth of swag, uh, t-shirts embroidered and everything. Uh, you get a swag bag, you get two days of Spalumbo's lunch. So it's not just, we're not just handing you an apple. You're getting some good food. Mm. Um, but yeah, eight hours of coaching also. So Make sure you check it out. It's full CFL field indoor, uh, so it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a great camp, man. December second, third. Um, but yeah, we were out at the, the high school yep. provisionals, and we were promoting the camp, and we were watching the games, and um, you know we got to got to watch some of the some of the teams win, some of the teams lose, and it's tough, man, because I remember being at that age, and you think right, at that moment you're like, man, this is this is the world. And we just lost this game. I can't believe it. You know, my football career is over. What am I going to do? Um, <laughs> what you're going to do is sign up for the camp, and we're going to make sure we get you better. Um, <laughs> no, but I'm there, and that's why I wasn't able to make the the uh, UBC Calgary game. And I, I start getting texts, and yeah. all of a sudden my Twitter starts blowing up, and I'm like, man, what is going on? Yeah. And so I go back and watch the video on Twitter, and I just, you know, you hear 59 yards, and I, I guess I think with Renee and Medlock and guys like that, I'm like, oh, that happens. That happens like fifty nine. But yards. that that would be the extent of their range. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, fifty nine is the is the one that Medlock missed last year in BC right. to go to the the final. Right. Um, okay. Yeah, to come meet us. And so yeah, I mean, when I watched it, when you hear the number, you're like, oh, like I guess it's a pressure. You don't think it's that big, and then mm -hmm. you watch, you're like, oh wow, 
Like that was a big kick. I mean, it's two seconds left. You're down by two to to win it. And I mean, I love I love the video of it because it goes through his face and it looks like I'm just going through my motion I've always done. Yeah. He's just staring at the field goal. He looks down. He gives a head nod. They snap it. He kicks it and puts it through the uprights. And um, man, the one thing that you love though is seeing that celebration after. We were talking about it last night. Could would it have been a sixty yard? field goal was there enough on it to be a 61 yard i think we were talking yeah we said we said it we thought it had another yard yard and a half okay you're clearing and even if that it's hitting the upright and going through you know if you take away a yeah, yard right, yeah right right i think but i mean he had that was some kick yeah he i think he clears that from that was 60. pretty cool that was awesome man it was especially for a young guy like that it's it's cool to see uh especially just right here in our hometown you know ufc just uh congrats you guys and Make sure y'all go uh, go finish it out. Let's both well, go win a cup. We got Laval year. coming up, so <clears throat> tough rivalry. Yeah, but hey, it's, it's rivalry weekend here in Calgary, right? right? Laval and Calgary and the Eskimos. Man, is it Laval every year in the Seem, final? It seems like it. Yeah. So let me yeah. get this straight. If I just make sure I had this uh, correct, so it switches every year on no, which no. division so this plays is, which division. So now, um, now they play for the right to go to the Vanier Cup. Right. Right. They met last year in the Vanier Cup. Yeah, yeah. So now they're meeting, and then they'll and they'll go. No, no, correct. I understand yeah. that. I'm saying uh, the, the, the divisions of who play each other switch every year. It's lost me. They lost me a little bit. I always thought it was the West plays the East, but clearly that has changed yeah. now with Laval coming out here. So yeah. um, I apologize for not being on top of that. I do know he hit a 59-yard field goal. Yeah. That's what I know. <laughs> that was fantastic. That's good. That'll work. Uh, um, that'll do it, pal. You nervous? That was a good one. Never nervous. It was funny because the guys, man. you know, look, I've talked about it. I, I know you hear me, and I know you've heard me say this before. You know, I look at when when Huff got here, the regular season record of this team, and I think you would agree, the regular season of this record of this team does not equate to the number of Grey Cups. Like, you know, and I think a lot of people are probably nervous, but happy to oh, hear you're not nervous. Man, you I know think, what I mean? Absolutely. And, and let me let me just answer that real quick. That's why, I, and I mean this, the regular season means absolutely, the regular season, all it means is seeding. All it does is give you a seed. But once it comes playoff football yeah. time, man, it's like the NBA playoffs. The the one seed doesn't win every time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Look at look at college playoffs. The one seed doesn't win. Yeah, it's it's who plays hot in the playoffs. You can be playing hot up until you can be playing bad. Um, I mean, Ottawa came out there and smacked us last year. I mean, it was only a six point loss, yeah, but you know they came out handed us and they were eight nine and one. You know, it's 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 who figures their team out, who has the best game plan, who executes it the right way, who handles the weather. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think. Last year plays out the way it did. I don't think Ottawa beats Edmonton without that snow game. You know, they found a runner in Keenan LaFrance, who's a Bison's guy, and, mm-hmm. and came in and, and ran great. But that's what Canadian CFL playoff football is, and that's why I love this sport. That's why I love this game. I love this league because you don't know what weather you're getting. Um, it's who can who can handle it. And let's go out there and play some football. I believe you have a couple of things to say before we go. Um uh, I always do. Yeah. Top titty, hell yeah. There you go. Bo Levi Mitchell on the Bo Show. Thank you, Bo. Oh, by the way, uh, we gave away those tickets courtesy of South Street Burger. Congratulations to Chris, Jordan, Harold, Scott, Jake, Dave, Adam. Our promotions department will get a hold of you tomorrow.
Coming up, Flames at 5, Pete the Plumber, the superhero of residential plumbing. Before that, we'll pump out a little truth. But I will tell you, we will hear from Chris Johnson, our NHL insider, a little later on. Then at 6 o'clock, the Brandon Wheat Kings play host to your Calgary Hitman here on Sportsnet 960, The Fan. The Bo Show Big Guest Sponsorship for SML Entertainment. Pool tables, hot tubs, patio furniture, and much, much more. With five locations in Calgary, Cross Iron Mills, and Red Deer. Go to smlentertainment.com for details.